Can you hear me? Okay. How do I sound to you? Good. Oh, I can't hear you at all now. I have to put oh. my, that's, it's not you, it's me. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. <laughs> I have a little bit of feedback with it, but I can hear you. Okay. So I'll put, I'll put myself on mute. Does that work? Yeah. I think what we're hearing is we're hearing Anchor and Zoom simultaneously. Is that what's creating that double speak maybe? So mom, do you want to, uh, I guess we'll start with this introduction just to sort of let people know um, who we are, our positionality, where we're at. Um, yeah. Do you want to start? Yeah. Um, can we start with maybe saying a little bit about um, what this is going to be about, which is it's not Seinfeld, but it's kind of a, a recording about nothing but also about everything. Um, We're going to unscramble the mess that is, uh, you know, yeah, as our... 2020. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and we can get to later after we talk about our positionality, we can get to later kind of the, the steps that led up to, um, you know, what eventually was us sitting down at the dinner table um, realizing that we need to document the conversations that we have. But we'll get to that. Okay. So where are you from, Ma? So I was born in Newport Beach, not that Newport Beach. I mean, it is that Newport Beach, Newport but Beach before the I wasn't part of, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was wealth adjacent. Um, I moved to wealth Sacramento adjacent. in the early... <laughs> which means poor. But anyway, um, I moved to Sacramento in the early 80s. Um, I later I lived in... I poor is adjacent to well. <laughs> well, I went off. to school with rich kids. Does that not count? Oh, that's a good point. Okay. Carry on. Uh, all right. So uh, moved to Denver, moved back to Orange County. Um, I don't have a degree. Um, oh, I know. I left some of it out. After I moved back to Denver yet a second time, I moved to Appalachia for a year. That's going to be a whole episode. Um, and returned to California back in the mid-90s. Um, and I've been in Orange County just over 15 years now. I started working for the Bell System, Ma Bell, uh, the first year out of high school, um, which is the cause of most of my moves that I made following my career around. Um, when I found myself 18 years into that career, living in Denver, my children were five and Shiloh was almost two. I had a 14-year-old foster son and AT&T had this right sizing program. That's, they were downsizing, but um, they offered it to, yes, that is that's a... the right term. You're supposed to say right sizing. Um, wow. So they offered these great um, opportunities to leave early um, and they had financial um, benefits that were very attractive to me enough so that I ended up um, taking that offer and moved to Virginia in a rural area for a year. I enjoyed so much having time with my kids at this time and not working 70 hours a week. So 
I worked as an administrative assistant. She was a school secretary uh, at an elementary school for a few years. And then eventually I made my way back to work in the quality department at the hospital where I was born. And so I'm now uh, nearing retirement. Hopefully um, I'll be looking at that within the next five years. Um, live with my husband and my mom, who's now 85, moved in with us about five years ago. So I also, uh, my husband and I both um, helped take care of her. In a nutshell. And how about you? Yeah. Shelley? So, um, yeah, I mean, I think at some point we'll definitely, we plan to unpack all of that. Um you know, as you said, um, by way of Colorado and Virginia and California's Inland Empire, um, I'm also from Orange County, uh, as it would be, but um, went to college in Northern California, um, Humboldt specifically, shout out. Um, before that, I went to community <laughs> college. I am now a fourth year PhD student um, where I live with my uh, spouse and my dog in California Central Valley. So my dissertation project looks at uh, the late 20th century contestation surrounding um, the development of Orange County's Irvine Ranch region. And so I'm broadly asking questions about uh, how neoliberalism obscures race and gender and place and class and citizenship. So my work is um, very urban history, very critical race, um, potentially environmental history focused. Um, so since that's my full-time job and what I spend the vast amount of my time thinking about, um, it will definitely spill into our discussions here and usually does. Um, Mom and I don't live near each other. Um, the goal is to live near each other someday, um, but I have <laughs> lived at least a hundred or more miles away for almost 10 years what's up with that wow i know rude i'm sorry wow hmm. <laughs> in retrospect this was a bad decision <laughs> to live far away but you know i yeah we don't like it we're not a fan yeah so i guess i'll kind of talk about how we came to the idea that we wanted to do this. 2020 has been a shit show, but you know, the last 400 years of US history has been a shit show. So, you know, all the issues that people are experiencing in 2020 goes well beyond 2020. Um, but for a lot of people, 2020 is just kind of a lot, a lot more chaotic than people are used to experiencing. So you can combine a fascist president, uh, police brutality against predominantly black people, as well as political dissenters, um, an election that a lot of people are less than excited about, a pandemic, massive wildfires. Um, you know, there's probably a lot that I have not named. Um, I think we can agree that 2020 has been turbulent, um, to say the least. So a few weeks ago, the Central Valley was on fire. Um, it was experiencing and still is experiencing one of the largest wildfires in California history. Um, and 
you know, after several months of quarantining with my spouse, um, we decided to pack it up and head to mom's. And so we went down there and saw mom for the first time since February. Um, the university that I work at, that I teach at, um, switched to online teaching. So I spent that week teaching remotely from my mom's dining room table. And as we do, we typically have political rants at dinner time. Do you want to mm-hmm. <laughs> pick up on that? Yeah, so that's uh, something that I didn't experience as a young person. Like you came to the table and you eat your damn food and then you go wash your dishes. We didn't talk. We weren't encouraged to that. And so as a mom, that's something I always tried to get my kids to participate in was that's when we talk. That's when we're face to face enjoying pleasant things like a a meal that we are privileged to have. And um, so we've continued with that where when we sit down, whether it be a restaurant, remember restaurants? Anyway, but (laughs) sit down at the, the dining room table. That's where we tell about what we're thinking about. We ask questions. We have great, lively discussion. Um, and so it's, it can be ranting because nowadays things are so insane. It's just the strangest, um, time, but anyway, um, so we have these lively discussions. Uh, my husband, um, my mom, um, Shiloh's spouse, occasionally they have some things to say too, but it's, it's honestly, it's usually Shiloh and I just, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but we, um, we spice it up a little bit and it, it's been really interesting because my mom is a super Republican. Now, she claims she did not vote for Donald Trump. I don't think she plans to vote for Donald Trump this time. I don't know that, um, but she has always been um, very conservative, um, uh, definitely in a social way, um, socially conservative, I mean. Um, And I have uh, three brothers, two of which are very conservative Republicans. I mean, like, like, too far over to the right that they're just never coming back. And I have one who's normal, but anyway. Um, <laughs> Cause leftist is the marker for normal. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so, you know, we were just thinking that um, we would love to have you guys join us for dinner sometime. So we'll just treat this conversation like it's, um, it's one of our dinners. We're filibustering dinner. Yeah. If we ever have to come up with a new uh, new podcast title, filibustering dinner. Um, right. Yeah. So yeah, we regularly call each other to check in and say how's it going, but it always turns into this really big discussion about sort of yeah. the state of the world, um, and rare that we have just like a light um, kind of topical discussion. <laughs> it's very, very often that it turns into this, you know, hour too long um, rant about things and um, I'll, I'll pull in some of the, the history that I'm trained in and you'll bring in your life experience um, to think about these different issues. Um, mm-hmm. You're also really, really informed about what's going on right now, whereas um, because I study, you know, the 1970s and 80s, I'm 
mentally stuck in the 1970s and 80s, um, which is ironic because I did not live in the 1970s or 80s. Um, and I did, so I'm looking at today, you know, I'm, right. I'm not looking back. As yeah, so we have sort of different ways that we're approaching um, the shit show. Yeah, so without further ado, um, that's where we come from. Um, if uh, you want to learn more about our rants, um, that, you know, will always be somewhat political because everything is political. Um, but we'll be talking on our next episode about voting um, and elections and things like that. Um, we'll talk a lot about um, anti-socialist propaganda um, that, you know, mom, your generation was fed, like spoon fed, like ladle fed propaganda that told you that socialism and communism was bad. Where, whereas sure. my generation, millennials, were not fed the same propaganda. Um, I mean, I think we were a little bit, but not so much because um, it has felt for the majority of like the millennial generation that the world is in complete shambles. Um, if I'm just going to be the spokesperson for all millennials, I think that's what we would say. Uh, we'll talk about anxiety and stressors, um, which surprise I'm going to attribute back to capitalism. Um, we'll talk about <laughs> unions. We'll talk about nonprofits. Um, at some point, we'll talk about um, hope and, you know, how how do we find a will to live in, you know, the times that we have right now. Um, but that's a later episode. But um yeah, that's who we are, and uh, we look forward to sharing our coffee talks with you. Coffee talk. Oh, is that trademarked? I don't think so. Oops. Okay. We're coffee good. Coffee talk. It's like butter. <laughs> <laughs>